Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 379. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. As a busy mum, time is your most valuable asset and it's important, especially in the early days of starting your business, that you learn how to use it effectively. Welcome to today's episode where I'm going to be sharing with you some practical tips and strategies for mums who are running businesses from home. I understand that being a mum in business can be tough, especially when you're juggling family responsibilities, running a household, growing a business, all at the same time. It can very quickly become overwhelming, lonely, and you can sometimes find it really challenging to know what to prioritise to move your business forward because it can feel like there's just so much to do and very little time to do it all in. So that's why today I'm going to be sharing some very helpful tips with you that will enable you to overcome these challenges and to build a successful business whilst having time for your family. So let's get into it. Now I'm sharing this episode with you because I am one of you. I totally relate to your experience of growing a business whilst being a mum, running a household, doing it from home. I mean, I'm tucked away right now in my studio, which actually used to be our double garage, but a year or two ago, I can't believe it's been that gone that quickly. Uh, we renovated this double garage into a studio for me. And as I look around, it is such a mess. Like it looks like a bomb has gone off in here. And I am someone that likes to have a clean space. I mean, who doesn't? Like my brain takes extra long to get into gear to even sit here and record this episode because I'm looking around and there's just like piles of mess because, (laughs) well, we've been on uh, holidays, so the suitcases that we usually keep like in the ceiling of our house. Um, They're here inside of my studio. Uh, We decided to get rid of a queen mattress in our spare room because we've had it for, oh, I'm going to say we've had it for 16 years, this mattress. In, In the spare room, it used to be our mattress when we first got married. Before that, it was my mattress when I lived at mum's. And it's been great, but my gosh, it's not very comfortable anymore. So anyway, the re- I'm going to get to the point. Stick with me. <laughs> I feel like I'm chatting to a girlfriend here, which is really nice. But anyway, last week or a couple of weeks ago, Carl was sick and he did not want to be coughing and spluttering all over me in the night. So he's so sweet. He went and took himself off to the spare room. He's laying on this terrible mattress hating it. And the first thing he did once he started to have enough energy was actually go online and order a new mattress. So anyway, that's in there now. The old one, the yucky one, it's not yucky, it's just uncomfortable, is here in my studio and the council pickup is only in like two weeks from now. So I'm literally staring at a mattress inside of an already messy space, which I need to tidy, but I'm not getting to. 
And the reason I'm not getting to it is because I am prioritizing working in my business instead of tidying. And yes, it can occupy mental space as I look around this messy studio slash office. But what's more important is not that the space is looking perfect and Instagrammable. What's more important is that I sit down and create some meaningful content to serve my audience and to grow my business. That's more important. And I'm sharing this one with you because time is our most valuable asset. And when we're working from home, it's very easy to get distracted by the washing, the dirty dishes, the mattress in the studio. (laughs) You, You get where I'm coming from, right? So for me, I've had to work up my tolerance, I think that's a good word, to just embracing the mess and cleaning it at a time when it's time for cleaning and then making business time be a time for business time. And I've had to come to my own expectations and I've communicated those with Carl as well. And you know, he started working from home many years ago as well now to join me in the business. And so he's totally like on board with this. He's not going around mowing the lawn in the middle of the day. And uh, he actually does most of the cooking because he really enjoys cooking. Uh, whereas I tend to be the one doing the majority of the cleaning. Although we both swap, we both swap roles from time to time. But the point is, He's not dipping in and out of household things uh, during work time. He's prioritizing work time as well. So it's about us deciding, well, if I am home for four hours a day or for two hours a day, whatever it might be, and I'm supposed to be working in my business, then it means protecting that time and actually working in our businesses and not getting distracted by other household things because we have a belief that our house should look a certain way or because we're at home, dinner should be cooked and on the table at this time, the house should be looking immaculate, the groceries are supposed to be done, blah de blah de blah No, we are working. When it's work time, we're working, and when it is home time and mum life, we're in doing that. So that's kind of my approach. And I wanted to share that with you because I think there can be this false perception that everything is done and it's not. It's a matter of me choosing my priorities. So permission for you to choose your priorities. But let's have a bit of a conversation now about some time management techniques that I have found particularly helpful, particularly in the season of when my children were really little and I would only work on my business in their nap times or when they went to bed or if Carl took to, took them to the park for a couple of hours on, on the Saturday because I've been there. I've had those seasons in my business. And one of the time management techniques that I loved was the Pomodoro method. And that involved working in a very short, focused burst of time. 20 minutes to be precise. Now, when my eldest was a baby, he actually only slept in 20 minute 
cycles, 40 minutes at best. So it was really great for me to use the Pomodoro method. He was kind of like my Pomodoro timer. You can go to the app store and download the Pomodoro app, or you could just have a baby like I had and have that baby wake up every 20 minutes. (laughs) And that's your timer. So when I did a little reframe, I was like, oh, hang on a second. Rather than viewing him waking up every 20 minutes as a major disadvantage and disruption in my day that was preventing me from having the same success as every other woman in business on the internet, that's, you know, and feeling sorry for myself in the process. When I learned about the Pomodoro method, I suddenly felt really empowered about only working in 20-minute chunks. Isn't that interesting? And it was a massive reframe for me. So then I was like, hang on a second. Studies show that it is more effective in terms of output and productivity for us to actually work in short focus bursts of time, followed by a break. And that was how I approached the earliest days in my business because I didn't have hours and hours in one single stretch or a whole day to work on my business. That came like years, years later. My son was like eight months old when I started uh, building a community and putting out content online. So, you know, there were many years where I I literally was doing the Pomodoro method, not by choice, but by circumstance. (laughs) And um, it, it does work. So that's one thing. And yes, you can go and check out the app, but also consider using project management tools like Asana or Trello. In our business, our team uses Monday to stay on track with your tasks and to prioritize your workload. And honestly, in the very beginning, before I had a team and it was just me, I was literally just using post-it notes and I was moving them along my wall in terms of things that I wanted to do, things that were in progress and things that were done. And I would just move the post-it notes along the wall. And that was good until the post-it note system just didn't work anymore and the business um, became more complex. But now, yeah, I use project management tools in the business. Um, But I wanted to share those with you in case some of you are looking for a great project management tool. And a lot of people ask, well, what is it that I'm using? And the answer to that one is Monday. We use Monday. So that was tip number one, embrace time management techniques. Tip number two is to find yourself a supportive community because running a business from home can be extremely isolating And it's easy to feel lonely and discouraged. We all need sources of encouragement. And that's why it's important to connect with other mums in business who understand your struggles and your desires and can provide emotional support and encouragement. So once you find a community, and I hope that you feel part of the community here that I have built, I just love the women in this community. So, you know, contribute in the comments on Instagram. Keep listening to the podcast. When we have an in-person event, please come along. Consider joining one of our programs, our membership, um, to connect with like-minded women in business. It is, as one of my uh, lovely members, Laura, said, you know, it's part of her well-being that she stays connected 
with the women in this community. And I think not everyone thinks on that level. Uh, however, it is so true. The importance of social support cannot be underestimated. So that was tip number two, find a, find a supportive community that is also running a business from home. Tip number three, focus on your core competencies. I don't even, actually, you know what? Not competencies, zone of genius. Because we don't just want to be competent and we don't just want to focus on the things that we're excellent at. We want to focus on the things that we are have like a genius level or things that we have take, taken to mastery. As a mum in business, like I said, it's so easy to get sidetracked with things in the home, but it's also easy to get sidetracked with tasks that don't align with your zone of genius or your business goals. And that slows people down. When people are sitting there trying to fit a square peg into a round hole, meaning they're forcing themselves to focus on tasks that are soul-sucking, energetically depleting, cognitively difficult, like meaning it uses so many brain cells because it's not in your area of giftedness or genius, and then it doesn't even totally align with your business goals, so it's busy work and it's stuff that could be done by other people, oh, that slows us down. So to avoid this, make a list of the tasks that really are essential for growing your business in the season that it's in. Um, that's really important because otherwise some people are focusing on things that are nice to do in the moment, but they're really own, they, they really could be kept for a later stage in business. And just because you see someone doing something online, or you listen to someone say something on a podcast, doesn't mean that it's important or urgent for you in the stage of business that you're in. So focus on the tasks that are essential for growing your business in the season that you're in and outsource or delegate the rest or just put a pause even on some things. Now, one of the things that I did in my first six months of having a business was to hire a virtual assistant. Before I even paid myself, I was paying my virtual assistant. And another after that came the bookkeeper because then I – was very excited, you know, that milestone of where you now have to pay tax, woohoo, um, feels super grown up when that happens. But yeah, I got a bookkeeper the moment that happened. And they are the non-essential tasks for me. Like I don't have to be doing those things. And that allowed me to focus on my strengths and to focus on the needle working, the needle moving work in my business. Had I not had that virtual assistant, I would have been stuck in my inbox for weeks and stuck writing podcast show notes like for hours and hours on end. I couldn't do it all. So I invested that short-term investment, like allowed me to fast track myself. So permission to hire help in your business. That was tip number three, focus on your core competencies or zone of genius. Tip number four is stay connected with your why. 
Running a business from home can be overwhelming and exhausting. It's so good. It's exciting at the same time. I don't want us to get caught in the negativity because there's far more goodness associated with having your own business and doing so from home in nap times or in between school bells. It really is an amazing opportunity and blessing and privilege, but it is hard especially when you get caught in your own head (laughs) and sometimes things break or things don't go as planned. And so it's in those moments that it is particularly important that we reconnect or stay connected with our why. Why did you start your business in the first place? What motivates you to keep going? By staying connected to your purpose, you're going to have the drive and the motivation that you need to keep pushing forward in those really challenging low times. And they're going to come. You're going to have them. So stay connected with your why. My fifth and final tip is to invest in your own personal development and professional learning. As mums in business, it's important that we invest in ourselves. Our businesses are only as good and as strong and as energized as we are. The business world is constantly evolving and it is essential to stay up to date with the latest trends and strategies and technologies. So sign up for those webinars, go to those conferences and workshops that are relevant to your business and your industry. One great way to invest in your learning and to have access to a supportive community, which I mentioned earlier in this episode, is to join us as a member inside of the Social Method Society. It is our membership for this community, for women like yourself growing a business from home where Instagram is your primary marketing platform. We help you stay consistent on Instagram, build confidence to market your business and connect you with other mums in businesses so that you can stay moving forward, have your dream life and your dream business. In the membership, we not just provide you with a supportive, inspiring community of like-minded women that are all growing towards, you know, similar goals, but you get access to exclusive content, deeper content, more action-oriented, step-by-step content than you get here on the podcast. So they are not comparable. There are done-for-you resources. There are live Q&A sessions with me and with guest experts. It's all designed to help you grow your business and reach your full potential. So that was tip number five. Invest in your learning. Ah, Let's recap, shall we? (laughs) Five tips to help you grow your business from home as a busy mom. Tip number one was embrace time management techniques. Tip number two, find a supportive community. Tip number three, focus on your core zone of genius. Tip number four, stay connected with your why. Tip number five, invest in your learning and professional development. Thank you for being part of this community, for tuning into this podcast episode with me today. Wherever you are in the world, I'm so grateful that you're here. We can achieve far more when we are together and moving forward and learning together than we can when we are alone and isolated. If these tips have been helpful and if you're feeling more empowered 
to work in your business and to take some bold actions, then please don't forget to share the episode with your audience on Instagram and tag me at Mums with Hustle so that I can connect with you and shout you out in my stories. And don't forget to check out the Social Method Society, the membership for mums in business who are using Instagram and wanting to take their business to the next level. Until next week, I will stay. Until next week, stay happy in your hustle. Bye.